Yo, what's up, good people? You're now tuned in to Crock-Pot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where, of course, I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thank you so much for listening. And, of course, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. This is episode two. And I want to broach a subject that I know a lot of entrepreneurs, especially my faith-based entrepreneurs, struggle with. And that is money versus mission. Yeah, do I do it for the money or do I do it for the mission? In other words, the purpose, the passion, the call, etc. So I want to broach that subject because I, because I know it's a it's it's a topic that a lot of us struggle with in this in this space of being entrepreneurs and being speakers and um, designers or whatever your whatever your lane is. I know that's a tough spot to navigate. Um, first off, not not only it's one thing to get to um, what to charge. It's another thing altogether to first off say, man, do I charge? So that's what I want to hit today. So real quick, um, just just think about this. Ask yourself this question. Uh, are you willing to admit that you're working somewhere right now because you need to? not necessarily because you want to. In other words, if money weren't an issue, you probably wouldn't be working there. Pretty sure that the vast majority of you can probably feel me on that, right? So so here's the thing. Um, I think it's safe to say the majority of us would love to work for mission, but we got to work for money simply because our mission, our purpose, our call, et cetera, does not pay the bills, right? I mean, it, mission doesn't buy groceries. Mission doesn't pay for daycare. Mission doesn't put gas in the car. So um, I put up a Facebook post uh, back in, uh, I think it was July. I think it was sometime in July where um, I was talking about how an organization had reached out to me and asked me to come speak. Um, and I think I was supposed to be like the like the headline or the keynote, whatever. And they asked me to come speak. And um, I was like, okay, cool. We got it. You know, the ball is rolling. I sent them over my uh, my speaking contract and everything. And, um, you know, had my had my standard fee in it. And I was a little fearful of this. And it came true that the email I received back from them was the, hey, everything looks great, but email. And of course, the but was, um, we're a small organization, or we're a, a not-for-profit, or, or maybe it was even that they just didn't have it, have anything budgeted to pay a speaker, or something along those lines. But either way, um, they weren't going to, uh, or they quote-unquote couldn't pay my uh, my fee, my speaker fee. I said, all right. Um, here's the thing, though. The thing that frustrated me about it was I get not being able to pay the speaker fee. That's fine. I get that. But at least offer something so that I can maybe turn around and say, hey, cool. I can work with you on that. I'm good with that. But my issue was they hit me back with we can't pay anything. And I was just like, 
where they do that at? <laughs> right. And so it, it was it was just frustrating because I guarantee you the person who sent me the email on behalf of the of the company, they would be appalled if their boss came to them one day and said, you know, hey, for the next week or for this pay period, uh, would you mind working for free? Like that's unheard of. And so the thing is, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we don't get that same grace or that same respect that somebody working a quote unquote traditional job would get or or would feel like, you know, this is reasonable. And so so that's kind of what led me to, 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 to create this particular episode, because I think a lot of us who are, um, you know, maybe in this space, full time entrepreneurs, part time entrepreneurs, side hustle folks. Um, we have these issues sometimes when it comes to mission versus money. And so uh, let me say this off the bat. The title of this pod is a little misleading when I say money versus mission, because I don't think these two things are diametrically opposed right now. As a quick aside, let me say this. You'll hear me interchange money and mission with terms like income and impact or profit and purpose, etc. So just if you hear those terms, know they mean the same thing as money and mission. All right. So what I mean by these two things aren't diametrically diametrically opposed is, is, is this. See, we've been taught for so long that it's money versus mission. In other words, you can't really have both effectively. All right. You can either make in, income or impact. That, that's what we that's what we're taught. You either make income or impact. You either have profit or you have purpose. But see, to me, that's kind of taking the easy way out. See, it's easy to choose one path. All right. Profit or OK purpose and then defend why you chose that path to the death. For example, it's not hard for me to say I work for purpose. And then give you all the reasons why me working for purpose makes sense. It would be hard for you to argue me down for being purpose driven when it comes to what I do. But on the flip side, it would also be easy for me to say I work to make money. And then I can give you a ton of reasons why that also makes sense. And again, you couldn't cut me down or make me feel bad about that. But the problem with choosing one over the other is that when you do that, you significantly box yourself in. All right. For instance, if you say you work for mission, then that allows cheap people or cheap organizations to potentially take advantage of you because they might say, well, why would you look for compensation when what we're asking you to do is what you say you've been purposed to do. Right? Yeah. If, you, if you're only mission-minded, you can't really have an expectation to be paid money for your mission because it's simply just what you do. And so an organization could potentially use that line of thinking to justify not paying you. Because again, you say you work for mission. So what you looking for money for? On the flip side, if you say you work for money, then you put yourself in a position to be pimped out to the highest bidder. And most times that bidder cares nothing about your morals, values, or principles. Case in point, think about when these um, big musicians go like overseas to different countries that, um, that violate human rights practices or have some very questionable or shady um, things that they do. 
and they don't believe in democracy and things like that. But the artist is going because they're getting paid 10 times their normal fee. So that's the issue. So, so here it is, in my opinion, this is not a matter of selecting one over the other, but more so appropriately balancing one with the other. These two things do not have to be mutually exclusive. They are not enemies. In other words, instead of money versus mission, maybe we should start saying money and mission because there is a way to keep both in perspective and do what you need to with both of them. So I'm going to take a quick break. But when I come back, I want to give you the three takeaways um, from this podcast to hopefully help you bridge the gap and never look at these two things, money and mission, as enemies again. All right, sit tight. I'll take a few seconds. I'll be right back. All right. All right, y'all, welcome back. Crockpot Conversations, Season 1, Episode 2, Money Versus Mission. I told you all I would come back and we get into the takeaways when it comes to um, what this thing is all about, money versus mission. And so here here it is. The first takeaway that I want you to get from this is this. uh, Lean mission, but make money. In other words, lean towards mission. But make money. Here's the thing. You got to be purpose driven. Right. I'm I'm a huge proponent that if you chase mission, then money will chase you. Because at the end of the day, people will always matter more than profit. However, you got to also understand that you need profit to impact people. Case in point, if I didn't have money before I started and Lord knows I didn't have a lot of it, but I had enough to get started. I couldn't have funded my mission because, look, it takes money to incorporate a business. It takes money to build a brand. It takes money to buy materials. It takes money to publish a book. It takes money to run a website. And it even takes money to receive money. Shout out to all my PayPal folks out there. Y'all know how them fees hit. Yeah, so, so look, even if the money doesn't come from you, it has to come from somebody. And so, in other words... As the old saying goes, it takes money to make money. But we got to remember this, y'all. Money is a means, not an end. And what that means is money should always be a tool you use to continue the mission. But it should never be the mission itself. So I want y'all to make money. But you got to know what you're making it for. All right. Me, for example. Um, I've got three primary reasons for making money. Um, one, I want to make money to support my family, both now and later. All right, because we got, of course, living to do right now and some obligations and stuff right now. But I also want to make money so that, you know, a few years or years down the line, when it's time to quote unquote kick our feet up, retire, do whatever, um, we've got money to do that and live that lifestyle. So supporting my family is number one. Number two, Uh, I make money to support my purpose. And my purpose is to help others live a life of purpose on purpose. And again, I can only do that if I'm making money uh, that I can turn around and reinvest back into this business, back into what I'm doing to try to reach more people. 
And thirdly, um, the reason I make money is to support my lifestyle. Now, look, I'm a firm believer, y'all, that God gives us desires and he gives us things that we enjoy and are attracted to, you know, good things. And so in order to enjoy or partake of some of those things that we enjoy doing, it takes money to fund that. And so for me, I make money primarily to support my family, support my purpose and support my lifestyle. And so I want, I want you to take just a few seconds and think about what are your reasons for making money? If you had to list three, or if you had to think about three main reasons for making money, what would they be? You got to know the answers to that question, because if you don't, if you don't have principles, if you don't um, have, you know, guiding forces or reasons or rationale as to why you're trying to make money, then money will end up making you. And so honestly, to me, these two things, mission and money, have to be intertwined. Lean mission, but make money because if you're not connected to your mission, it's going to come out in your mood and then that mood is going to affect your money. Let me explain. If you believe in what you're doing, your mission, it's going to come out in how you carry yourself, your mood, which will lead to whether or not people want to do business with you. In other words, spending money on you. So takeaway number one is to lean mission, lean towards mission, but make money. All right, takeaway number two is leverage mission to make money. So number one is lean mission, but make money. Number two is leverage your mission to make money. In the 2008 hit, The Dark Knight, um, easily one of my favorite, quote unquote, superhero movies of all time. The Joker, played iconically by Heath Ledger, said something that stuck with me for over 10 years now. And he said, when you're good at something, you never do it for free. Now, I ain't gonna lie. That can be a hard pill to swallow for some of us. Again, especially those of us who are in the faith-based arena because we don't want to be seen as greedy. But in my opinion, y'all, this has nothing to do with greed. All right, because to be taken seriously in whatever space you're in, all right, doesn't matter whether you're a speaker or you own a salon or um, you're a coach or you're a personal trainer, whatever the case is, you're a cook or a chef or a baker, whatever, to be taken seriously in whatever space you're in, phrases like, whatever you can pay me or how much can you afford or I'll just do it for free. These shouldn't be acceptable, regular responses. Notice I say regular responses. And and the reason is simply this, y'all. People pay for what they want. Think about it. If you want a number one from Chick-fil-A, then you are going to pay $6.29 plus tax and then an extra 50 cents to upgrade to a lemonade and you're not going to think twice about it. Why? Because you want it. If you want Netflix, after you get tired of creating different emails for all these 30-day trials, which yes, unfortunately some people do, you're going to pay that $15.99 every month and be able to watch what you want. And if you want the new iPhone or Galaxy or whatever, you're going to pay that $9.99 in installments and enjoy your new phone. We pay for what's priority to us. 
And so I got to be honest with you, it's taken me a while to get there, but this is the very reason why I have no problem now saying no to speaking events I used to crave. Because see, I've realized that it's kind of messed up for somebody to want my presence, but not be willing to pay my price. When an organization tells me that they don't have a budget for a speaker or that, you know, I can just donate my services as an in-kind gift and then write it off on my taxes, which I can't. What that says to me is that you want me to invest my time and resources by researching and studying, craft a message, spend time away from my family in preparation of that message, drive to and from wherever the event is held, expend time and energy pouring into your attendees and then be satisfied to get a thank you plaque. That ain't cool, (laughs) honestly, because I can't pay Alabama Power with a thank you. AT&T won't accept the goodness of my heart for this month's payment. People pay for what they value. And whether you're an entrepreneur or an employee, I'm a firm believer that you deserve to be paid appropriately for your services. Now, going back to something I said earlier about how um, certain phrases shouldn't be regular responses. Let me say this. There is a time and place for donating or gifting your services all right, or taking a discount. I do about 10 um, fee waived or fee reduced events every year. So I'm not saying I'm not saying don't do that. All right? But what I am saying is. If these people, if these organizations aren't even willing to try to offer you anything for your work, then unless it's just something you believe in or unless it's an organization that's near and dear to your heart or if you believe that you'll earn compensation another way like product sales or the audience is going to be full of power players or event organizers, etc., then be careful accepting these engagements regularly because at some point, you're going to get labeled as the free guy or the free girl. And then it's going to be real difficult to come back from that label to trying to get paid. All right. So by leveraging your mission, that thing that makes you you, that thing you're meant to do, by leveraging your mission to make money, all you're doing is saying that what you do has value. And if they want access to it, they should be willing to put some investment in it. All right. So takeaway number two is leverage your mission to make money. One last break. I'll be back with the third and final takeaway in just a few seconds. So sit tight. Give me one last break. I'll be right back to finish this up. All right. Welcome back. Crockpot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. We're here talking about money versus mission. And so I've shared with you all already the first two takeaways when it comes to money, quote unquote, versus mission. And that is takeaway one, lean mission, but make money. Uh, Takeaway two, leverage mission to make money. And the third and final takeaway when it comes to this conversation about money versus mission is simply this. Don't be afraid to lose some money to make mission. Don't be afraid to lose money to make mission. So here's the thing. It's absolutely critical, I think, for you to not just find your purpose, but to operate in it. All right. Because the longer you go without operating in it, the more you'll end up feeling like a beached 
whale. Beached, B-E-A-C-H-E-D, whale. A beached whale is a whale that's been washed up onto the shore and it's now struggling to live because it's no longer immersed in doing what it was created to do. So in other words, just like a whale washed up on shore starts to die because it's not fully immersed in water, we start to waste away mentally, emotionally, spiritually, sometimes even physically when we're not immersed in doing what we're meant to do. Let me tell you a quick story about my beached whale experience. Prior to um, going full time and being an author, speaker and a development coach, um, I was working um, for a, an organization that had the reputation of being amazing unless you were in it. Uh, the organization, it was it was it was rough. It was it was a lot of backstab and it was hypocrisy galore. It was tons of shadiness and dealing with cutthroat co-workers. I mean, anything just about you can imagine um, was going on in there. And so at a certain point, I found myself losing myself. I had been washed up onto the shore, but I didn't know how to get back in the water because I needed the money. Uh, my wife and I had just had a new baby and we had just bought a new house. And, and so I found myself suffering on the shore and I was slowly dying because I was not doing what I was meant to do. And the only way that I got back in the water is because I was thrown back in the water abruptly. It was in the form of being fired. That's another podcast for a whole another day. I promise you it's coming though. I'd love, I want to talk about that experience a little bit, but, but I've been working at that time professionally for about 10 years and I'd always gotten stellar reviews and I'd always been in leadership and I'd always, you know, just kind of, you know, just, just, just kind of been a go-to guy. And now I found myself without a job. I didn't realize it at the time, but I had gotten so used to being on the beach that God had to throw me back into the water. And let me tell you, it was tough at first because for about two or three months, I had to relearn how to swim. I, I, I couldn't get, and what I mean is I couldn't get an interview. Um, and when I did get an interview, I couldn't get a call back. Um, it was, it was, it was tough. I was, I was, um, I was, I was depressed. I mean, straight up. Um, I don't know if I knew it at the time, but looking back on it, I was pretty, I was pretty down. Um, and so, but, but the reason why I was tough to learn how to swim or the reason why he had to throw me back in there and, and, and I had to figure it back out is because it was time for me to fully immerse myself back in my water. In other words, get back to doing what I was purposed to do. And so he knew, God knew I wasn't going to leave on my own. And so by staying there in that environment, not fully operating in my purpose, I was a beached whale and didn't even know it. So when that happened in 2017, I lost my job and of course I lost my money. Um, but, and this is in no way bragging, this is showing how good he is. Um, just this past year, I made enough money to support my family. All right, and so let me say this, this is not a call to quit your job by no means. If you're an employee, this is not a call to quit your job. 
But what I am telling you to do is to prepare to pursue your purpose. All right. Be wise about that thing. Be smart about that thing. All right. Build up your infrastructure so that if you ever find yourself in a beached whale moment, you will be ready to get back in the water a little bit faster than I did. And so full transparency, I'm not making as much money as I used to. But, well, let me say yet. All right. I'm not making as much money as I used to yet, but I am happier than I've been. And I know it's only a matter of time before my income matches my impact. And so if you're becoming a beached whale, don't ever be afraid to start making preparations to maybe lose a little money in order to get back to your mission. All right. So as I wrap this thing up, I want you all to remember that you no longer should be consumed with feeling like you got to choose money or mission. All right. Because they need each other. The focus is not on making a choice, but on creating the right mindset so they can function together. So remember, lean mission, always lean more so towards mission, but make money. Leverage mission to make money. And then if it comes down to it, don't be afraid to lose money to make your mission. All right. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Remember, if there are any topics you want me to weigh in on, feel free to email me at contact at anthonydsparks.com and make sure you go and join our Facebook group titled Crockpot Conversations where you can also submit your request or just simply keep the conversation going. All right, last but not least, please make sure that you share, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast because as you all know, plain and simple, without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. So until next time, I appreciate y'all. Look forward to next time. And I'm out.